Good afternoon and welcome to St Martin the Fields and welcome to this week's Great Sacred Music and well done for making it through uh, all the crowds outside. Today we're celebrating the music of Edward Elgar and also reflecting, reflecting on the Platinum Jubilee celebrations which, is, as you see, began today. It's our tradition at Great Sacred Music to begin by singing a hymn together. Praise the holiest which you'll find on the insides of your sheets is one segment extracted from a far longer poem in this case, The Dream of Gerontius by the 19th century Roman Catholic cardinal and thinker, John Henry Newman. Newman started life as an evangelical, later becoming part of the Oxford movement, which sought to recover for the Church of England its high church ideals. He was later a priest in the Roman Catholic Church and made a cardinal in 1879. A writer on religious history and doctrine, Newman was celebrated for the quality of his thought, his poetry, and his powerful command of prose. Cardinal Newman's poem recounts the transition made from death to a form of afterlife. It's perhaps best known in its setting by Elgar in his Dream of Gerontius, but here we sing it to a hymn to a tune by John Bacchus Dykes, Praise to the Holiest. It's in fact the fifth section of a 35-verse hymn, but you'll please know we won't be singing all 35 verses today. So on the inside of your sheet, we'll remain seated as the voices stand and lead. Praise to the holiest in the height.
Sir Edward Elgar was an English composer, among whose his best-known compositions and orchestral works include the Enigma Variations, the Pomp and Circumstance Marches, concertos for violin and cello, and two symphonies. Elgar's father owns a music shop and was a church organist who taught his son piano, organ, and violin. But apart from this instruction, Elgar was basically self-taught as a musician. At the age of 16, he became a freelance musician and for the remainder of his life never took a permanent job. He conducted locally, performed, taught, and composed, scraping by until his marriage to Caroline Alice Roberts, a published novelist of some wealth, in 1889. Perhaps the turning point for Elgar's music was in 1899 when he composed one of his best-known works, the Enigma Variations, which catapulted him to fame. The work is a cryptic tribute to Alice and to the many friends who stood by the composer in the shaky early days of his career. Elgar's most fruitful period was the first decade of the 20th century, when he wrote some of his noblest and most expressive music, including the Pomp and Circumstance Marches, the first of these subtitled Land of Hope and Glory, becoming an unofficial second national anthem for the British Empire. But Elgar also wrote choral music. Two anthems which we're about to sing now were written by Elgar in 1914. Given to the Lord, a setting of Psalm 29, was commissioned by Sir George Martin, organist of St Paul's Cathedral, for the 200th anniversary service of the Festival of the Sons of Clergy. This was scored for orchestra and organ. Elgar responds to the words of Psalm 29 with vigour and powerfully contrapuntal choral writing, but with a beautiful central interlude at the words in his temple. Eventually, Elgar returns to the music of the opening and ends with the words, the blessing of peace. At the same time, in the same year, he composed a harvest anthem, Fear Not, O Land, for a series by the music publisher Novello, written for church choirs. And then after Fear Not, O Land, and Given to the Lord, we'll sing a beautiful part song, They Are at Rest. It's a beautiful elegy for unaccompanied chorus, again setting words by Cardinal Newman, which we sang just now. It was written in response to a commission from Sir Walter Parrott for an anthem to be sung on the anniversary of Queen Victoria's death and was first performed at the Royal Mausoleum at Frogmore on the 22nd of January 1910. So three pieces by Elgar, Fear Not, O Land, Given to the Lord, and They Are at Rest.
God Save the King was a patriotic song first publicly performed in London in 1745, which came to be known as the National Anthem at the beginning of the 19th century. In September 1745, the young pretender to the British throne, Prince Charles Edward Stuart, defeated the army of King George II near Edinburgh. In a fit of patriotic fervour after news of the victory had reached London, the leader of the band at the Theatre Royal, Drury Lane, just up the road from here, arranged God Save the King for, for performance after a play. It was a tremendous success and repeated nightly. This practice soon spread to other theatres, and the custom of greeting monarchs with a song as he or she entered a place of public entertainment was established. The words used today are those sung in, 19, in 1745, substituting, of course, Queen, for King. So normally at this point we'd remain seated as the voices stand and lead us in God Save Our Gracious Queen. But I think given the day it is, let's stand.
Thank you very much for joining us for Great Sacred Music for this week. On your way out, there'll be an opportunity to donate to a retiring collection which helps us as we're building our music programme here at St Martin's as we emerge from the pandemic. And on the back of your sheets, you'll find details of future Great Sacred Music. Uh, next week's theme is When David Heard, Music for Lament. Then a Scandinavian-themed uh, Great Sacred Music the week after that. And also do join us on Sundays at 3.15 for our weekly choral classic series here uh, in the building. Elgar wrote two uh, part songs to words by the metaphysical poet Henry Vaughan. They're beautifully written and deceptive in their simplicity. In the piece we're going to finish great sacred music with today, The Shower, the altos and tenors have semi-quavers against the tune's quavers in a number of places, which suggests the train of drops. The music of nature was always a potent force for Elgar, as a boy, he'd been found lying by the River Severn, quote, trying to fix the sounds, as he wrote many years later. So we finish today's great sacred music with Elgar's part song, The Shower. Thanks for joining us.